of you apparently don't want us talking about this show. <laughs> this has been multiple times we have tried to have this stream yeah. and it just never works. We're just saying there was the day we had the really bad windstorms and we both lost our yeah. power. We've had uh, sicknesses, holidays, had people not being able to yeah. guest, holidays. Uh, it has been like since basically we started, we wanted to do a yep. whole chilling adventures of Sabrina, but now we finally get the chance. We're going to do it. We're going to work through it. We're going to tough our way through it tonight and we're going to get done. Crossed up list. And not look back probably until the rest of the next season. <laughs> next season. Talk more about Shudder. Shudder 2Ds. <laughs> yeah. I just found That's out actually one of my like super goth girlfriends on, on the on Twitter didn't have Shudder and didn't know what it was, and I was like, I've failed. Close my mind. I've I've, I've failed. <laughs> um let's just uh start it right now. Hashtag Shudder yes. Yep. Yeah. Um so yeah, we are going to talk about the chilling adventures of Sabrina tonight with our guest, Pink Chaos. Um, do you want to take it from here, Jenny? All right. Sure, yeah. So we've got a lot that we want to talk about. I think we're going to start out with our initial thoughts, because we did have a previous episode where we talked about really spoiler-free, basic, like, we just started the series, what did we think about it when the series first dropped um, back in the beginning of October, or was that September even? I, I believe it was right yeah, right before it was, Halloween. It was yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, feels like forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when when it first started, we just said our our initial thoughts on the show. Um, so I think that's a good place to start out. Um, which is just your general. What did you think of the beginning of the show? Getting mm. into it. Um, your kind of just quick you know point by point this is i liked it yes no um i thought it was cute yeah that kind of stuff um and then we can go from there well for me i i liked Mm -hmm. it uh i have problems with it but i overall i like it um yeah i was um i was maybe the other way around when i started out i i hated it i almost turned it off after the first episode now it did also come out at the same time as the um was the Hunter yes Hill house yeah um and so we watched the first episode of sabrina went mm, let's watch the first episode of haunting of hill house oh this is vastly superior and i didn't go back to it for a while after that because it was just um this instagram aesthetic it was definitely more style mm-hmm. than substance and it was giving me some issues with mm-hmm. that um but as it went on, I liked it more and more with each episode. Mm. That's that's fair enough. I mean, th- they are on two separate like levels, though. Like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is a you know a fantasy teen drama, whereas yeah. The Haunting of Hill House is an adult horror show. What were your thoughts on it, uh, Pink? Well, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember the original Sabrina. Oh yeah, that was more kick kid-like and uh, family-friendly. I feel like this version um, was excellent as far as um, bringing a fresh aspect to the whole Uh storyline. To be fair, it kind of reminded me how they redid Archie because I believe it was the same producer that did um, this, that did the uh, what's that new show? On Riverdale? That, Riverdale? Yeah. 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 Riverdale. Riverdale. So it was, it was kind of, I was hesitant at first because I've never really been into the cutesy witch shit stuff. Sorry. 
Sorry. No, but I think they did a pretty good job with it, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, all of it is filmed in the, the Vancouver <laughs> area, all of Riverdale, all of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I guess what they yeah. do is, like, uh, they finish up one season of Riverdale, and then they go into the season of Sabrina. It's just this, like, constant um, Archie thing that they've got going on here. But, right. yeah, it's, um, same deal, very, like, teen drama, and I wasn't exactly sure how I was going to feel about that going mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, I mean, and and I didn't get a chance to ask you this, Pink, and that is my bad. Uh, it is based off a comic book series, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is actually a lot darker than the show. Um, yeah, and that's right. kind of what we talked yeah. about for the most part and, of the episode was the comics and yeah. where we thought it would go. And if you are interested, I can I can send you an e-copy of the first volume of that, Pink, if you'd like, after, after the show tonight. Um, yeah, sure. um, just so you can sort of compare to like what the original storyline was from the comic and, you know, where they took it in the show and everything. Um, we wanted to talk, we talked about casting and all of that stuff kind of last time, which was so like based on the comic, um, you know, did they do a good job of casting? Yeah, I think overall they did a good yeah. job of casting. Yeah. Everyone seemed a lot very similar to what mm-hmm. they comic book characters looked like up to the point where the one the character who played a teacher uh, we're totally fine with yeah. spoilers at this point madame anyway, satan lots of time to get all the way through it madame satan i called her that during the first episode <laughs> having not seen the entire series and you looked at me like oh, and i was like wait is that spoilers because that's just a thing i know from the comics um, <laughs> i just didn't want to ruin it for anyone big reveal. <laughs> I was like, oh, big reveal for me. Go yeah. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, the, the casting was done really well. Um, however, when it comes down to character likability, and this kind of riffs off your tweet that you had earlier, uh, who who did you prefer, Harvey or Nick? Which boy? For me, Nick. it's neither, but I think Nick should be, like, one of her best <laughs> friends, and I really can't stand Harvey at all. I can't stand Harvey either. He's weird looking and kind of annoying. <laughs> I go Nick just like if we're picking between the two, but obviously. Yeah. Like honestly, there. if there's an option, can we just pick Prudence? Prudence. <laughs> Prudence. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Harvey, he's supposed to be this big like teen heartthrob. I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, it's very realistic kind of whiny baby for boys that age. He's very emotional. And, and he's uh, got a lot going on at home. Yeah, and it's it's understandable, mm-hmm. but I think partly it was like I guess being used to the '90s series. Like, I want this effervescent football guy. I wanted a little bit more macho, but they you went wanted an very, Archie. They went artsy, yeah, which is weird because like if I were in high school, I'd be going for the artsy and not the <laughs> macho. But in this series, I feel like that's always what it was with the comics. Yeah, yeah, that is it is very guy. very true. Um. Were there any for you, Pink? Were there any characters that stand out or, or that you don't like or that you wish were done differently? Um, well, I really didn't like Harvey, but I'm not really one for the beta male personally. Mm. Um, that's not that's not really something that I am I, I find interesting. Um his his refusing to support her when she comes out and tells him about her powers was really kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, for someone that, you know, claims that he loves her so much, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but at, it, at the same time, they are 16 year olds. And I feel like the whole love dynamic is a little excessive <laughs> for that age. You know, I, I looked at it and they're acting very adult like and he's 
you know, dealing with some very adult issues and um, it, it, it seemed like they were trying to make the show a little bit older than what the characters ages really were. Yeah. It's super weird because everything is, um, all the situations they're put through and everything are very adult. And I feel like I looked at Mm -hmm. it through the gates of like, as an adult looking at this, how would I deal with this situation? And then when all of a sudden someone deals with something like a teenager would, it's like, what are you doing? Why are you being so immature? Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. that yeah, that is something that we're supposed to remember is that they are are teenagers, but at the same, it's difficult for me too because at the same time we have Sabrina who's who's been raised by her witch aunt, and can we just can we can we talk about why Hilda is so yellow? Okay, so <laughs> we've had this every time we've talked about Sabrina um, on Twitter or anything back and forth through DMs. She's like, why is she so orange? Why is she so orange? But I was watching the last couple of episodes recently and. They're all kind of orange. It's definitely a lighting. Because even really, Zelda, it was like, yeah, in certain areas of the face where the lighting was coming from, it's like they had some sort of yellow lighting. The Christmas episode was terrible to to, for Hilda. It was really She was bad, the same color as her sweater. Yeah, no, but I noticed She did look a bit like a pumpkin. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, there were even times where Zelda was looking I'll really have to, orange there. I'll have to weird thing going on rewatch it like for the the visual half of it to inspect that half uh because um yeah you know when i'm trying to take in the show and everything like that i can only be like wow she's yellow and then comparatively (laughs) people don't look like that much it's really intense yeah um i don't know it was weird so um but i like the ants the aunties are so sweet um ambrose is probably my favorite character ambrose is amazing just this shining little star he stands out in every scene that he's in and i don't know if it's like his attitude is like demeanor or if it's his clothing Mm. or something but i'm just like uh, my eyes are always on him no matter what when he's in yeah he's very um he illuminates from like within i feel like a lot you know he draws draws attention Mm -hmm. to himself for sure um which is which is interesting that they've done that so he is he's uh tried to blow up British Parliament way back when, so he is being punished by being bound to the grounds of the Spellman House for the rest of however long, um, until near the end of the series when we'll get to sort of why, but then he gets a little bit of freedom. Um, and then one thing they can do in this this series is they can astral project, you know, elsewhere, but only for a little bit, or they die. There's like, yeah. So yeah, and the birds time. show up, which is kind of strange, but, you know, I know that was a cute way to yeah. show how, like, this is your timer. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, generally, I mean, the things, I mean, it's a, an incredibly diverse cast, you know, and like we talked, we did touch on it last time. Um, the character of Susie, who is sort of um, uh, gender non-conforming, non-conforming, non-binary-ish, but not quite. But gender non-conforming for sure. Um, she's played by a non-binary i want to make sure i'm using my terminology correctly here yes um a non-binary um actress or actor. i guess actors the all-incoming actor term an now ER and, yeah an actor <laughs> um a non-binary actor so that they could kind of give the um the production team and the writers a bit of a say in 
what it's like. So originally this character was supposed to be trans and was going to come out within the first couple of episodes. Oh, that would have been too much. For their friends, rather. And um, the the actor came forward and was like, that's really unrealistic and that's going to make your entire show look completely ridiculous. Don't do that. Uh, they took their advice, went forward with a um, non-binary character for now with the possibility of, you know, one day deciding, you know, what I do mm-hmm. want to transition or I do feel like um, I present more as male than female, mm-hmm. et cetera. But I loved um, Susie's arc. I thought that was really well done because they gave the actor a say in it and gave them a chance to slow things down. And it was done yeah. really well that at the beginning you're like, you're you're really thinking like, okay, this is where it's going to end up. But by the end of the season, they, they haven't gone forward yeah. with that, but they did include a really interesting um, character in Susie's yes. aunt who back in the day was like a frontier Pirate-y. woman, um, but who was very, um, guess not conforming to the gender roles mm-hmm. of the time, no dresses, like wearing pants, going out there, kicking yeah. ass, um, helping people out, being a really good ally. And I thought that was spectacular that um, gave Susie someone to mm-hmm. look up to positively. Cause at the beginning of the season, I was like, this is going to end up really depressing. So they did a good job there. Yes. Yeah. I think they really handled that whole situation well. And then you have uh, Ambrose who I want to say is bisexual. Because of the whole thing with Prudence and the orgy up in the bedroom. This is not your your old Sabrina at all. At all. My go-to is that (laughs) anytime a character is not explicitly explained as gay, if they are interested in the opposite sex, I'm like, oh, they're just bi until proven otherwise. Like, there's no need to, you know, come out and say, okay, this is definitely a gay character, because we don't know yet. Um, But... There's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff going on. And, they did and I'm going to rotate back to Pink again, because I think we both got to kind of just wrote over her there in the characters of choice. <laughs> no problem, go ahead. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, di- I didn't read uh-huh. the comic, so I, you guys have a little bit of an f- unfair advantage there. So, Oh, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> say so. It's something you could go into mm-hmm. the show not knowing anything about the comic, and it's still enjoyable. And mm-hmm. I will say that the, the TV show ended up in the same place where the comic yep. did. So they did a good job of kind of keeping in line with the comic, but not making it so like, oh, if you don't know the comic, you can't watch mm-hmm. the show, because I hate when things do that. Um, but yeah, but like as, but as yeah. for characters in the show that you like liked specifically or didn't like specifically or... Or, uh, you know, who your favorite uh, characters in the show were. Well, I would have to say Ambrose yeah. is definitely one of them. He seemed to be um, a, a, the voice of reason uh, mm. for a lot of Sabrina's issues that she ran into. Ultimately, he does help her, but, uh, you know, he does also provide her with wisdom in order to try and prevent her from doing things that obviously he knows she shouldn't do um but um you know it's it's there's a lot of characters in there i mean i really like prudence too because she really she really is a product of her environment if you think about it Mm -hmm. you know she seems like she's so bad and and everything but in reality you know a lot of that is because of who her father is and um she ends up ultimately paying the price for that when she realizes that he doesn't really care 
you know, in that I can't remember which episode that is where she you could just see it like she, the actress herself did a really good job portraying that as well. Um, but I don't know. I really, really didn't like Sabrina. Uh, unfortunately, I, 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 yeah. I really had a hard time with She's her. On, probably on behind Harvey in my characters for likability. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what yeah. are you doing? She seems very you dumb girl. Like, stop it. Yeah. She's well, very stupid. Poor choices and poor writing, I think, for her, but also that I couldn't take her seriously. She was too quiet and virginal and cute for me to really believe some of the things that she did mm-hmm. later in the series. So, for those of you who haven't watched, there's an episode where she straight up kills somebody. And she's like, oh, it's fine, because we can undo this, ha, ha, ha. And like, yeah. But I yeah. still, like, I don't think that you really know what you're doing. And I kind of, I don't know if maybe I should kind of segue into the next mm-hmm. bit of the conversation here with that. But a lot of the stuff that I ended up disliking Sabrina for was because I don't think that she came across as a very good ally. So they have this yeah. entire group that they're calling Wicca, and it's all about um, intersectional you know, community and, support. Yeah, thing. bringing together an LGBT group and and having a safe place for all these people to talk about social issues and help each other out and help out their community. And I'm like, oh, this is really great. But almost every time there was a problem, Sabrina was the one who came forward with the answer. I'm going to fix it. I can solve it. Um, and kind of sometimes I felt stepping on other people's toes where you've got like her black best friend and her non-binary <laughs> best friend. Um, and you're just like, well, but my problems come first and, oh, well, don't worry. I can solve all this with witchcraft without getting your consent. There was like so much stuff I had a problem with when it came to white feminism in this show. Did you guys pick up on a that? little bit? Um, it, <sighs> It definitely is because, like, if I know that the shows are completely different levels, but if we go back to the the show from the nineties, all this stuff that mm-hmm. she was doing to her friends constantly and on spells, she was over were over really, you know, dumb teenage thing. Yeah, like not bringing people back from the dead, not killing people to bring people back from the dead. You know, like all of this stuff that she's doing that so Mm -hmm. intent and like it's not like it's not like you know and she's supposed to just be learning right yeah and it feels like she's learning the physical aspect of being a witch um getting these powers but she hasn't learned any of the moral aspect of things which i think is super weird because everyone else is like yeah i'm a witch i'm gonna do amoral stuff in the name of our lord satan and she's the one that's supposed to be like, well, I'm half human. And so I have this um, well, moral compass. Then, yeah. Yeah. Like a, a religious moral compass of being baptized, being technically Christian, that I can make these decisions better than my witchy yeah. aunts or whatever. And she didn't really grasp what she was doing to other people. Um, I feel like, like she did, though. I mean, I feel like she did. Oh, I, I, so you think maybe she was just being a little shithead teenager? <laughs> I I feel like that she was very one sided. She knew, like you know, would um, Ambrose and them 
uh, to, when they told her not to go look for her mother, when mm-hmm. they told her not to, you know, uh, bring Harvey's brother back from the dead, and she did it anyway. It it was it gravitated more towards selfish. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It I feel like it gravitated more towards her selfish endeavors instead of what was actually really truly right for for them she had no forethought on the fact that her brother her boyfriend's brother was going to come back a freaking zombie and that the 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 trauma that harvey experienced based on that you know she could say that she did it because she loved him and she wanted to help him but ultimately it was her actions that led to that to begin with Mm -hmm. so then you turn around and she's trying to fix her own mistake but she's not heeding anyone's warning repeatedly and that's the same um pattern we see throughout every single episode she sabrina goes and does something whatever she wants she essentially does whatever she wants she faces no consequences for it because it all everyone else is is ultimately paying the prices for her her decisions you know and i mean look at uh which which one's the weird sister that that ends up agatha um, yeah dying in yeah i think it's agatha you know she's she's the one She's the one, she's laying there coughing up dirt and mud and suffering and everything like that. And Yeah, she's kind of literally like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, well, you guys were mean to me, so, you know, whatever. I get what I want. Yeah, Yeah, similarly with her, um, unfortunately, I can't remember her name, but her her best friend who is black um, has the power because they were... Uh, her family was cursed by witches at one point. Um, then yeah. as she loses the sight, she gains foresight and she gets these um, like prophetic visions. Then mm-hmm. Sabrina was just kind of pushing her like, well, let's go over to Harvey's house. You can touch his brother and see if you get any more. And it was all very self-serving. A little bit narcissistic. I wonder if that comes from, or if the writers intended for that to be the idea that like she's this only child raised by ants super special because she's half mortal and half witch that it's like growing up knowing that all eyes are on you and you're important and the dark lord wants me so i can just do what i want and get away with Mm. it because there were definitely some situations where i think knowing that the the church of the night wants her so bad and and knowing that they want her to sign the book she was just like like you guys i can do what i want because you want me that bad you're gonna do it anyway i i would agree with that yeah, but I, I guess I just don't. I don't feel like she makes a very good ally, given that she was all about herself all the time. Um, there was one other thing that um, came up during our first episode was um, that there's a scene where um, there's a group called the Thirteen and the mm-hmm. Witches who were originally persecuted uh, in Greendale during, I guess, kind of like the Salem Witch Trials of Greendale, um, and there's a a scene where another character, um, Prudence, who is black, and her friends, the our little sisters, uh, the weird sisters, get all pulled up as if they're on nooses on this tree. And I was like, how insensitive is that of the, the writers? I don't know if it's, in, I mean, I definitely don't think it was intentional, but I was like, holy. Yeah, it was a little intense to, to have them choose to do lynching. And I get that the witches, the original 13 witches were all lynched on that tree. And then what they did with the harrowing at the school was put the new mm-hmm. students through all the trials, supposedly, that the 13 had been through and then ended with them hanging the hanging them. Um, 
But yeah, it was a little bit of a shock to see them go through that choice with a person of color as the uh, one of the the victims of getting lynched. It was just like, oh, wow, that's a little intense, guys. And it just made me feel like everything was just buzzwords. Like we we know what the kids like these days and the kids love their, you know, social justice. So let's throw in some ideas here and there. We'll have this Wicca group and have everybody, you know, working together for social justice mm-hmm. causes. But then in the writing, there was a lot of stuff about consent that felt like they didn't seem to understand what was implied there. And there were other this lynching situation. I was like, there's a little bit of tone deafness going on here for a show that's throwing in so many buzzwords about social justice and feminism. Um, is that something you think is just like cool with the kids these days? Or do you think that this was a well-meaning show that just having met multiple writers, it kind of felt that in some parts? Um, I mean, both seem like they could be possible, but I mean, I feel like if they have people on the staff that are there to you know help out and and sort of make it all uh uh, more current with um Mm. its representation that there should have been somewhere someone there that just went and obviously because there was no actual ropes it was done by magic someone must have said something like oh you can't use ropes yeah um (laughs) So, uh, I mean, it's really kind of difficult to stay there, but it did make me kind of take a step back and go, oh, boy. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't. Like, there's a fine line between actually caring and bringing these, you know, situations to the forefront and also staying kind of dark and edgy, too. So I think that definitely had something to do with it. Yeah, more than likely. uh, there was another situation in there, and I can't remember what it is, but um, just uh, for the sake of time, um, why don't we move on into our whole uh, <laughs> Satanism thing? Okay, yeah. So Satanism, so- everyone, it's time. <laughs> Yay. Before before you do that, can I just say something about the hanging thing? So I think I think a lot of um, misconception about the Salem witch trials, though, you have to remember that in real life they're actually they Mm -hmm. were hung um you know and keeping with the whole lore of witches and everything like that like i really don't think that it would have been um necessarily uh poor taste for them to repeat that because that is uh, a fact of history you know and i i i think that a lot of times that people are really quick to associate uh, you know, accusations of not being um, proper or being PR related okay. when, you know what I mean? I, I I understand your perception on that and I agree to an extent, but I also think that, you know, by if by showing them, by putting them through the same hazing, essentially, um, that the witches back in, in true history, I don't think that that would have necessarily been inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it wrong uh, obviously it was wrong to to accuse 200 people of being witches and hanging them or burning them or drowning them you know but i mean in it's just a small part of our history that that really um i think they were trying to portray and they did it in a way with magic so that it would be less offensive perhaps 
Yeah. And like, yeah. I totally think it's really important to bring up that. Yes. Like the Salem with trials and the hangings were definitely a thing that actually happened. I suppose I just worry more about the optics of like, because that's not something that we hear about every day, but we also still see people like, you know, putting up effigies of black children and hanging Barack Obama's from uh, street signs and stuff like that, that um, were I, you know, a black person living in the States probably and going through that stuff every day, that would be a little bit like, oh my God, they just did that. But um, definitely not my place to speak on that entirely either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to have some conversations and read some articles about what actually like, you know, POC living in the States think about that yeah. kind of just because of the sensitive nature of it at yeah, the moment. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Big talk. Big, today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so Satanism. Satanism. <laughs> so um, when we last talked about okay, this. I'm just going to go ahead then. Um, so as someone who considers myself a little bit yeah. Satanist, like this show is super all over the place with its yeah. uh, portrayals of Satanism. And I can't really speak to the Wicca side of things because I'm like super light. Yeah, it, it, um, it's but definitely not the, a representation of Wicca. Satanism in general um, is it's an atheistic quote unquote religion. So we aren't you know, really believing in Satan and worshiping Satan. But the core concept is do whatever you want, live life to the fullest, but make sure that you have consent first. And as we've already talked about a little bit in our last uh, segment, there's a lot of lack of consent mm-hmm. in this show. Um, the entire idea of this is that the Church of Night wants to get Sabrina to um, sign her name in the book and give her life over to, to Satan. Um, be his follower, do as he says, and she finds out that it's not all that is cracked up to be and doesn't want to sign anymore, but they're still forcing her to do that. And they are, there's a point where they're like physically taking her hand and writing her name in there when that's not something mm-hmm. she wants to do. Um, seeing this idea of Satanism come up over and over again in terms of like aesthetics and, you know, showing a Baphomet statue and like Baphomet himself walking around all the time. I felt a little bit not offended, but just taken aback by Mm. the fact that they were doing that. But then every time consent came up in this show, whether it's like casting spells on people or signing the book, it was um, never even brought up that that wasn't okay at any point. I thought that was the only time I believe that it was sort of brought up that it wasn't okay. was when they were physically making her try to sign the book and she was like this is not okay you said that i had free will and that you know this is not what you explained to me and i'm not gonna do this and she ran away and then the rest of the season Mm -hmm. is them manipulating her so that she will need the power and so she will have to sign her name in the book so that he can give her the power to save her friends and family yeah yeah and but also like we've spoken about a little bit it was just that like if that's something that she's this upset about she's like i want free will or you said i would have free will and so i don't want to sign this book and um then going about and kind of forcing her friends to do things that they don't want to do because she wants it done putting spells on people yeah because she has a plan in mind that she wants things to go a certain way so as it's like on her side of things oh it's okay we don't need to tell people what's going on we don't need to communicate this stuff we can just force it into being or make people forget stuff like mm-hmm. there's so many messed up things um and then 
I guess it's just the the entire idea of like the church of the night not being okay with um or rather being okay with forcing people to do mm-hmm. stuff, but then taking the entire aesthetics of Satanism and core concepts of Satanism and twisting them a little bit. I was like, if I were any more vocal about this stuff, I'd be kind of on Twitter being like, this is not Satanism, dear chilling adventures <laughs> of Sabrina. But, yeah um, and and the witchcraft aspect uh wicca itself in itself wicca is a religion witchcraft is not okay so there's there's here's the thing is you can you can be a wiccan and be a witch you can practice witchcraft and be a witch you can be uh practice witchcraft and not be wicked um so when it comes to witchcraft as 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 sort of a general thing um aside from like Hilda and her herbs there's not any representation really yeah Hilda was a total kid yeah yeah that. she really was uh obviously you know Zelda was definitely <laughs> a much darker Witch, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are those out there still these days. The uh, you've got black witches and whatnot, but I'm not gonna. I'm not here to go all into like the witchcraft and Wiccan <laughs> aspect of everything. That's a that's whole a whole episode. another thing we can talk about another time on a, on another topic. Um, but yeah. So I mean, when we did last talk about it, the uh, Satanic Temple or was suing mm-hmm. Netflix and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because of the use of the statue. Um, apparently the, they, they settled out of court. Um, basically they got their name in the credit. They got an undisclosed, uh, settlement amount and, uh, the artist or the person responsible for putting the statue in the show did not, uh, when she got a copy of it or whatever, she didn't provide sources or anything like that. So she's probably been let go and cut off or whatnot. I actually have insider info on that i'm friends with a guy who does um the um finding mm-hmm. places for filming whatever the um locations mm-hmm. scouting um and he knows a guy who works on sabrina for doing location scouting and that lady who did the set deck was fired she didn't loop anybody in with it because we've we've worked with people who work mm-hmm. for right uh, the cw and netflix before and we know that if they need to use any sort of like comic book or action figure or whatever it all has to be sent to their legal department first who okays the likeness of everything before it actually goes forward so this person didn't do that when it came to this statue someone thought they just designed it themselves or like this is you know just the way that baphomet always looks so we'll just put it in Mm -hmm. there and uh, she didn't get let go rather um she she quit yeah yeah (laughs) she sat down from her forced retirement (laughs) um which is, yeah, it's kind of rough. So, uh, from what you've seen on the show, and I don't know how much you've heard about all the hubbub outside that was happening with the legal works and whatnot, what do you think of their whole uh, Church of the Night, uh, which is the name of their coven, by the way. When I watched through it again, I realized um, it, there's multiple covens. Uh, theirs is yeah, the Church of the Night. Um, and, yeah, the Dark Lord for them. Uh, so, what do you, what is your whole take on the whole thing, Pink? You mean as far as Satan? Well, just goes? On the, and the fact that they they've used that as like their central, their you know this is this is how witchcraft works as to what being a witch is in the show. Um. Well, 
It's it's a little it's a little uh ridiculous really i mean i i am not uh, a wiccan or uh, a satanist i actually um uh grew up roman catholic and have a bachelor's in theology so i i i never um i i never really cared what people Mm -hmm. do you know i don't judge or whatever but um, I've, I have had some friends that were, that were, um, practicing Wiccans and, um, I think to somebody that doesn't know anything about it or some of these kids uh-huh. that are out there watching the show that it may portray a, um, exciting idea of what this, of the religions uh-huh. perhaps, and that it's kind of misleading for them in that aspect. Um, but I also, you know, I, I also think that um, the way they took that with the the you must have permission and then they kind of ran with it and it was, you know, trying to force it. I think that they kind of played with the idea of how, you know, everybody perceives Satan as he's this, you know, deceitful, he's deviant, he's a trickster, he's this, he's that. It's very similar to some of the things that we see in like Supernatural and some of the other shows that are out there that have a lot to do with witchcraft and Satanism and, you know, the, the dark um, forces um, culture. Um, the naming it the church of the night, in my opinion, is highly. Generic. <laughs> um, I feel like if they were going to name it something, it should have been a little bit more creative than that. I don't know again what it was named in in the comics, but I, don't know if they actually have I can't any. remember at the moment either. Yeah. yeah. I do think that they could have been a little bit more creative and then, you know, the Dark Lord, of course, that's that's a generic name as well. Um but overall, if you just are looking at a show that is um meant for entertainment value, I think they did an okay job on that. I just think mm-hmm. that um, if there's people out there, uh, especially yeah. teenagers, as this is, you know, yeah. what this is meant yeah. for, supposedly, I think that that might give them the wrong idea that it's okay to behave that way. It's okay not to get consent. It's yeah, you know, yeah. especially with the with with the how um, easily influenced the youth are yeah. today. I think that that yeah. could definitely yeah. be an issue. Yeah, and on, on one hand, I'm like, I'm totally fine with this, right? Like, we know at our age, we watched the craft, and we were like. Hell yeah, get me in on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> what like, you talking I about? Be able to do this and change my hair color, but even though there was some stuff in there that was like, I'm gonna pretend to, you know. But they also they and... also lacked consent yep. in that movie as well. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. Well, that's like, what I mean. It's like so that's a common yeah. theme in in those type of movies. It yeah, seems. yeah, and it's even though there's those things that are like this is really icky and not okay as a teenager did we know that did we see that did we even pick up on that no we were like she's a bad character i don't want to be able to change my hair color light as a feather stiff as a boy. we don't care so I, i'm hoping that i mean who didn't amazing. do that who did that <laughs> we all did yeah. that we are girls in our 30s 20s 30s um, it's definitely something every person took. I just want you to know I'm immortal, so I don't have any. Uh, what is it that Mariah Carey said about that 10 years? She said, time is something that I, I, oh my God, it was, hold on. I gotta, I just gotta quickly pull this up because it is the best way when someone <laughs> asks you what your age is to, um, to say about anything. Oh man, it's already gone. But she's like, I don't, I don't like, 
basically accept what time is. She's like, I don't acknowledge time <laughs> as like an actual thing. So yeah. time is a flat circle. Yeah, time is a flat circle. She yeah, she doesn't acknowledge <laughs> time. So I was just like, yeah, that works. That's yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah. you know, but I think yeah, watching Buffy, watching things like The Craft, um, you know, all of these things, it gave us a a way to look into things that maybe we wouldn't have at that point in our lives. And I hope that Sabrina gives these people, mm-hmm. you know, a little dose of like the extra creepy and spooky, and maybe we end up with a million new little goth babies out there because this aesthetic is so nice. And so I'm not putting it down by any means. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a generally entertaining show. Um, what do you guys think about it as a whole, though? So having finished the entire series, were there any favorite episodes or things that stood out for you? You're like, you know, mm. did you like it by the end of it? I mean, I, I, you started out? I definitely like I like it and I'm definitely going to watch more of it and I'm excited to see how it it expands further. Um you know now that she has signed her name in the book mm-hmm. and and is gone all white-haired and everything. And it almost felt like an empowering moment that like even though she got manipulated yeah. it was her choice yeah. to do it in the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. And that now by making a choice or having a yeah. choice she uh, gained power from that. I thought that was Yeah, nice I thing. also think that also when it actually did happen she kind of like got off on the power and like oh, how much power that she had access to. Oh yeah. And uh so that yeah. um uh the that scared her a little bit too. She was like, wow, that was great. Whoa, did I like that? You know? Yeah, for me, by the end of it, I it grew on mm-hmm. me. But I still had a really... I'm going to be honest, like, it took me forever to finally finish it. Last week... I know, I was like, have you watched it? You're like, no! <laughs> no. I kept going like, okay, well, it's Thursday morning. I'll watch one more episode. Thursday morning, okay, I'll watch another episode. Even if I don't get all the way to the end, I can fake it. It's fine. I was having a really rough time getting through it. I didn't enjoy it. Um, but now, by the end of it, like after the after the Christmas episode, I was completely sold. So the Christmas episode was really good. It was really good, and I hate Christmas by the time I actually watched it and I was like oh no do I have to but I'm glad yeah. I did because my two favorite episodes were the ones that kind of reminded me of Buffy yes. they were like creature of the yeah, week the monster kind of, of the week thing the, yeah like, scary nightmare monster yeah. who was like forcing them all into endless nightmares and having to confront their yeah. worst nightmares and then the Christmas episode which was like one part creepy Krampus tries to turn kids into weird dolls and one part like folk yeah yeah well the whole the whole lighting of the yule log to keep evil spirits out of the house thing like that is a little little close to home there uh, in reality wise um I also kind of wonder too is because there was what what was there like 12 episodes 13 um uh there was Eleven. Okay, so they had eleven episodes. Didn't know if they were going to be renewed, so they had to do like a complete story arc in a very short amount of time. You know, they couldn't really stretch it out and do things like Monster of the Week or anything like that, and then let the storyline take a back seat because then we'd end Mm -hmm. up with like a you know cliffhanger sort of thing if they didn't get renewed again, which they have been renewed for two more seasons now with Netflix. Um. So I'm hoping then that they yes. give it a chance to 
just smaller ones. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it will be a lot more fleshed out. Small. Yeah, um, in the future. So, um, yeah, that, yeah, it's 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 definitely like you know, and we have to do, again remember that it is meant to be aimed at teenagers. It is meant to be mm-hmm. aimed at a, a, you know a younger young adult sort of crowd. So, I mean, um. It's not going to be fully serious. Yeah. And in-depth and introspective. and. Yeah, exactly. I'm totally fine with taking a backseat and being like, this might not fully be for me. But at the very least, I can watch it and it'll be entertaining. Um, I'm not looking for anything Mm -hmm. more than that. It was a really good show to just put on in the kind of little background. Mm -hmm. You know, eat eat my dinner, not have to fully engross Mm -hmm. myself in the storyline of it. And for that, I'm definitely mm-hmm. happy because I think we need more things that arc over this, like, um, the creepier, darker vibe without being so serious. Because I know for me, I have those nights where I'm like, I just want to go home and watch a horror movie, but I don't want, like, a. Yeah, I don't want something movie. that's going to disturb be... my sleep. Not, well, I mean, I never really have that <laughs> problem, but, like, I don't want something that's going to be funny games yeah. level of. Yeah upsetting or anything like that i don't want to have to be constantly focused on all over yeah you know because like in some movies if you if you blink you miss the big jump scare or whatever so i don't want to have to be on all the time um i'd love to see more shows like mm-hmm. Buffy, like sabrina like you get your creepy aesthetic your vibe your yep you know your jam without having to watch like you know wrong and what about you pink so well, one, is it bad that I actually um, fall asleep really well to horror no. movies? No, no, um, I, I do too. Uh, some of the best sleep I've ever gotten is watching The Grudge. So, I mean, <laughs> yes. I don't know, but um, I I really enjoyed the show overall. Um, if you if you don't try and look mm-hmm. into it from like a psychological yeah. perspective, mm-hmm. or if you take out any of the aspects that could potentially cause a more in-depth discussion. I feel like it's um, it's it's pretty well put together. I enjoy it uh, quite a bit more than I did the original Sabrina. The original Sabrina was like the you know the girl next uh-huh. door wearing pigtails. Harvey was absolutely lame. <laughs> um, that was never a show. I mean, when I was you know, I'd rather watch. I was watching Alien and, you know, stuff like that when I was seven years old. So it wasn't, I I never really was into the cutesy uh, Saved by the Bell shows and stuff like that. And that's kind of where I associate um, the original Mm. Sabrina with. Um, Did you guys watch the original cast when they watched the new the chilling adventures did you see yeah. that i did not see that just being like oh no this is so yeah bad. i mean I they were oh, no. yeah and i mean they were really astonished by how dark they went with it but i mean i love um yeah. darkness like uh my my community knows i mean that's that that's what they call me <laughs> I love and it. um it's it's i felt like it was really great obviously one of my um issues with it is I really I feel like they were trying to smash together older um older young adults um issues and events in with kids that were 16 Uh I really felt like that was kind of kind of um 
far-fetched, I guess, as far as maturity levels go. There, uh, However, Sabrina does act very 16-year-old in a lot of ways, like with the selfishness and stuff yeah, like that. So, sure. you know, mm-hmm. I feel like that was... Yeah, I could definitely see and agree to that. Aspect of it. Yeah, and I, I, like, I think, like I said before, some of that comes, hopefully can get uh, a little more flushed out with more um, security that they have now that they have, you know, two full seasons coming up. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they have more space to work with sort of thing. Um, I am curious where yeah. they're going to go with it, because I feel like uh, Sabrina, at th- at the end mm-hmm. of that last episode, I feel like she is really going to show us um, that she's really not as sweet and innocent as she's portrayed mm-hmm. through the full first mm-hmm. season. I think that she is a lot more devious than she's led on. Uh, truthfully and um i think some of her actions throughout the first season have showed that um but i i don't know i guess we'll see where it goes i'm pretty excited for the next season to come out mm-hmm. i think somebody is lighting something on fire in my house well that might be a cute uh rabbit. yeah all right it's me, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> i would think for matches hey i did oh, when i was her age too so yeah <laughs> Um, um all right well generally i i think today was probably one of the best discussions yes. we've had yet. it feels like every week we are getting better yep. and better technical like you're so great to talk technical to difficulties difficulties aside oh we're always gonna have those <laughs> oh blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, yeah. um but thank you so much yes thank you for coming and joining us tonight pink i really really appreciate that it was lovely having you here and thank you for bringing the members of your community of here Thank you all again for coming out tonight. Much appreciated. And we will be back next week. Oh, do we want to um, uh, talk about one quick thing, which would be. The we have a Discord, Discord now. Should I should I fire off yeah. the invitation into the Discord? Feel free to do so. Oh, wait, uh, and I, I can't. There. Okay. <laughs> 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 I were on Discord. Discord. Um, uh, I will throw it in I'll once go, I put our faces away. Yes, I'll put a link up on yeah. Twitter as well so you guys can join that. We've got lots of good discussion topics yeah. going in there so we can get that ready and also be ready for our movie night which can be on the 26th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 26th yeah, so, so that on the 31st that we will be discussing uh, the movie uh, Revenge. Um, one of our guests will be that nerd Violet. Um, and then Ooh. next week we are discussing the Illuminati. Illuminati yes. 101. If you guys are at all interested, yes, we've called it Illuminati Yeah, with Hey Shady Lady. Conspiracy 101, because we're going to be talking a little bit about just what conspiracy theories are and then getting into one of the most widely mm-hmm. known ones. So we will see you Yeah, guys. we will see you guys next week. Again, thank you all for coming out. Thank you again, Pink. And we will talk to y'all thank later. You. Bye. Bye. Uh.